So I was feeling less than stellar after a night out a few weeks ago. And as much as I wanted to lay in bed the whole day, my daughter had other plans. And I have never in my life been more grateful for my relief band because I put it on and within minutes, my nausea was completely gone. So relief band is actually the only drug free FDA cleared device that has been proven to quickly relieve nausea from motion sickness, pregnancy, hangovers, anxiety, pretty much anything. It's quick, it's effective, and it lets you get on with your day. I'm telling you, as a nausea queen, I have never experienced results and relief from nausea like I have from Relief Band, okay? We've got good news, too. Right now, Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for Chatty Broads listeners. That's right. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code Chatty, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So, what do you have to lose? Just head to R-E-L- I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com, reliefband.com, and you use promo code CHATTY for 20% off plus free shipping. This episode is brought to you by EverlyWell, the at-home lab tests that give you trusted, physician-reviewed results. EverlyWell offers so many different at-home tests, including food sensitivity, cholesterol and lipid tests, sleep and stress, thyroid, and so much more. And EverlyWell ships your test straight to your door, then you can just ship it back with the prepaid shipping label. It's really easy. I love Everly Well. I've used it numerous times, including the cholesterol test, heart health, and I just sent in my sleep and stress test. And for listeners of the show, Everly Well is doing a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash chatty. That's everlywell.com slash chatty for 20% off your at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash chatty. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Broads, I'm so excited. So am I. And honestly, you guys, I'm just going to tell you right now, you're welcome because for this VIP finale, we have. Thank God we are not just like <laughs> recapping this like normal. Because... I know because what a snooze fest could have been one hour, no problem. So I was like, Beck and I were texting each other. We're like, thank God for the gift because today we're joined by Blake. <laughs> <laughs> a gift. Wow. Thank you. I've never been a called gift. a gift before. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. No, I'm happy to be here, guys. We are so excited to have you on. Like you were saying before we started recording, I'm like, this is a long time coming. We mm-hmm. have, I think we've said. Five oh five million times in our episodes, we're like, we need to have At Blake least on since like 2019. <laughs> and in typical me anxiety fashion, who doesn't check DMs very often because can't function if I do, missed your DM. <laughs> or oh, Jess, you? I've lost us dozens of opportunities as well. <laughs> <laughs> I stay out of my DMs as much as possible too. That's so I get that. I get that. It's a scary place in there. But yeah, I think, I don't know what caused me. I think one day I got like 20 DMs from people being like, you need to go on Chatty Bros. You need to go on Chatty I was like, you know what? Fuck yes. it. I'm going to DM them. Um, no, you were gracious. So, you were yeah. like, hey, I don't know why I'm getting blown up all of a sudden yeah. by these people. Like, what did you say about, about me? Yeah. No, it was definitely us. Again, per one of the million times we were like, we need to have Blake on. The broads are really powerful though, because remember Colton also like we had blown up Colton and Colton DM'd me like kind of like that and was like, "Hey, apparently I'm supposed to come on your show." Then he bailed on us, but whatever, it is what it is. Understandable, probably a production thing. But you are not under any contract. No, I am out of contract. Thank God for a while now. Did you get any like? Did you get any like cease and desists while you? So many. (laughs) You just unraveled the scroll in front of us. I just got one like two weeks ago. 
go. Oh, man. Are you serious? Yeah. How? Like, how are you still going to get one if you're not in, under contract? Well, and so, like, I just, I did, uh, I was doing an event in Chicago. I was doing a DJ set in Chicago. And, like, this was, I get why this was bad, but they actually used, uh, Tammy was going to, like, bartend, guest bartend. And they actually used the Bachelor in Paradise logo to, like, promote it. And oh, I was like, that's a little bit of a rookie mistake. Okay. Yeah, so I was like, of course, I'll get him to take it off the poster or whatever. So, but yeah, I, I got, I've gotten quite a few. To say <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so fun. are you kind of like like a little bit blacklisted by them? Um I don't yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um I don't know. You know, sometimes it's like if they think I think, you know, if they can use me or like I'm good TV or whatever, I think they'd come back. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I think for the most part I'm kind of like like I remember I had a conversation and skipping ahead a little bit about like, you know, going on to paradise this season and stuff. And we had the conversations and some testing. And honestly, one of the producers, like the high end producer, he was just kind of like, we feel like you don't like us. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I kind of don't like there are some of you that I don't like, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think to a degree, maybe I'm more or less blacklisted, um, but you never know. You know, there's been other people that have been blacklisted and Caitlin Bristow is a prime example. They hated her for a very right. long time. Now she's hosting the damn show. So that you never is, know. That you is so know. wild. Oh, wow. Maybe I just have a shot again. One day. <laughs> I know. No. We're going to get her Five back. Years. We're going to get her on the beach. <laughs> Did you know we're like not allowed, specifically not allowed to, like we were on for the little while, like the blacklist of podcast to not go on. Oh, I'm like, on that list for sure. Con- <laughs> oh yeah, my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this this makes me feel so warm <laughs> and fuzzy so inside. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there's sure. like three of us, not alone. My mm. biggest issue was I would just always go on podcasts that like I I was. I was lazy and like in ADHD fashion was like, I don't need to get this approved. I'll just like go on it and it'll be fine. And I won't say anything crazy. And then I, you know, yeah. Ask yeah. for forgiveness. Mm-hmm, exactly. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ask forgiveness later. Exactly. Yeah. That, that it didn't really work for me either. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> kind of blew up in my face. <laughs> You're like, well, exactly. <laughs> okay. So you were potentially going to go on paradise. Yeah. Um, there were some conversations had, you know, I went through some testing. I never got the like, Hey, we're going to fly you out on this day. Like I never got like a plane ticket. If yeah. You will. Uh, but yeah, there's conversations had and really, you know, I was down to like right before people were starting to leave and I ended up just making the decision and being like, I just can't do this now. Do I know if they would have actually got me down there? I don't know, sure. but yeah. I just kind of texted and was like, Hey, like, I appreciate you guys having a conversation and everything, but like, I just not in a place. Actually, I was like, I am in a good place, you know, like professionally, <laughs> right, like emotionally, yeah, like <laughs> mentally that like, I don't know if I want to put myself out there like that again. So, um, it just didn't work out this time around. If it I mean, will ever, I don't know. It's scary. I I remember feeling that way when I was considering doing Paradise after The Bachelor. And I was like, dude, I got out alive. You know, things went really well. I, I you don't nothing's guaranteed that things are going to go well again ever. No, ever. In fact, usually it doesn't. If it went well the first right. time, it right. doesn't go well the second time. A hundred percent. You don't mm-hmm. have the option for the uh, the villain, the yeah. reconciliation moment. It's only mm-hmm. downhill. Do you have mm-hmm. any regrets about like going on Paradise last time or not really? Like what's what are your feelings on all that? Uh, no, not really. You know, obviously like that was one of the hardest, probably the hardest, um, time in my life. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like regrets, like I'm not one, and that's so cliche, but like, I'm not one to have like regrets. I think I made a lot of really cool friendships through it. 
Um, you know, I think the way if I was to regret going, like, I don't know if like Hannah Dillon would have ended up the way they did. Kaylin and Dean would have ended up the way they did. Mm. Like all these people are very happy coming off the show. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know if I had like an integral part in that, but like, you know, if I had something gone differently, they may not be together. So it's like everybody except me kind of ended up pretty <laughs> happy and well off. Um, so no, I don't really regret it. And now I'm in this really cool profession where, you know, I'm DJing all the country. I have a podcast. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if any of that would have happened had uh, paradise gone a different way. Yeah, true. It's a butterfly effect, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who knows where everyone would be now? Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you would have mm-hmm. gone on this season, who's the person who you'd be interested yes. in? Yes. Ooh, I don't think I've been asked that question, actually. <laughs> Look at you guys. No, um, <laughs> you know, the blacklisted ones. <laughs> <laughs> you guys always ask the best questions. The blacklisted ones. Um, God, that is a good question. I mean, obviously, like, you know, Becca, <laughs> like, I feel like, you know, that would have been right. something that, you know, would have been interesting. Um, but other than that, um, I don't, what's crazy is like, I didn't really know a lot of the girls that were going down there. Um, like personally, like we never really chatted or anything. The girls who I would have been interested in ended up going down there, you know, and like, uh, be like Victoria Fuller, like, um, you know, Maddie or Hannah or any yeah. of those girls, Kelly, you know, those yeah. girls who I had talked before and I thought were pretty cool. None of them went. So I yeah. don't really know. Other than Do Becca, you have yeah. any insight on why they didn't go? Um, I don't know if Kelly was asked, like, I think she's kind of been blacklisted a little bit, so I don't know if she was actually ever officially asked, but the other three, I think they, they took the same road you did. Like I got out alive (laughs) for the most part. Hell no. (laughs) I'm not going through that shit again. Yeah. I think that was kind of there. And I think they made the right decision for sure. Um, except yeah. it would have been it would have been good TV to have those three down there. Oh uh, my god, better TV. TV. Yeah, it, would have been, it really would have been. No, and like Victoria, you know, she is, I think she's a great example too of how I was she's really she was built there. up her like social media platform and like the opportunities that she was sort of given coming off of Pete season. Like she's really knocked it out of the park. So I think it was kind of smart of her to like preserve the corner that she's in and agreed. Yeah. She would have made incredible TV down there. It would have been fantastic. But at the same time, like she has no filter and I think she would have said some things that she probably regretted down the road. So I think it was definitely the right decision uh, for her not to go. (sighs) Well, instead, well, listen, here's the thing. This, this bachelor finale, bachelor paradise finale. It was so, it was so slow. And I feel like this, I don't know how you felt, Blake, but we were both like this season was, I mean, there were moments, but in general it was like, eh. but I will say at the end of the day, pretty much all the final couple, well, all the final couples engage are engaged. And then even beyond that, then there's no, and Abigail back and Tom. There was, was like, a lot of couples that came there out. There was of this a lot season. of couples. I think there was so. six I saw or seven, maybe even I was like, wow. Like when you actually <laughs> yeah. look down on paper, I'm like, damn, maybe this was a successful paradise season. We'll, I, we'll like, find out. There's uh, this question of maybe when it's a little more boring, the love comes and maybe the, you know, the hecticness and the chaos. Mm-hmm. There was far less this season, like, um, significant love trial triangles and such i felt like Agreed. the ones that we saw were weak yes yeah like yeah. there wasn't like a huge where like somebody had a really good connection and then somebody comes down like feel like all the very strong connections from the beginning there was like no drama for them you know other than kendall kind of coming down yeah. the stairs for joe but other than yeah. that you're right like all the love triangle like you know you had like natasha um and a couple there that was like not really and then you had like McKenna in one or Tia in one like I don't know yeah there was like not really Demi and Mari with yeah the Demi Mari yeah 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 there wasn't there wasn't that like deep emotional connection love triangle that was happening mm -hmm. and even with the Kendall thing like just based on like little DMs with her and also can we talk about how chopped up that 
scene was with yeah. Joe and Kendall last night. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was that like thing. heavy uh, I don't sus. Know. Yeah. I, I just feel like, I don't know. Like, I know Kendall didn't have any maliciousness in her heart and everything. Mm-hmm. I love Kendall. I think she's an amazing woman. Yeah. But like, you know, at the same time, like, I don't think Joe needed her blessing. Like, I don't know how the producers got her to go down there. Like, I don't know what the producers said to Kendall to go down a second time. First time, fine. But the second time for the proposal, I was like, man, I wonder what they said to her to get her to go down right? there. Yeah. yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know what <laughs> someone like, could say to me. Like, uh, no. Uh, and that means she was down there hanging out at the hotel. Like, I don't think they she went home I and mean, came back. Unless, unless it got real dark and one of the producers was like, Joe is distraught and feels like he can't be happy unless he has your blessing. <gasps> exactly. And then she and, feels yeah. like she was doing him a favor. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. That seems more in line with Kendall, you know, yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, broads, interrupting our wonderful time with Blake for a moment to have a little chat. So uh, for all of you who don't know, all wine is absolutely 100% not created equal. I mean, just walk down any wine aisle in a grocery store and you'll find dozens or even hundreds of different bottles at different prices made with different grapes. Every single one will taste different. Uh, A lot might even surprise you. And because tastes are all individual and personal, you would probably hate a lot of them, honestly. So stop leaving your wine choices to chance when you can join First Leaf Wine Club and every bottle is a hit. That's right, because First Leaf uses their custom algorithm to learn your preferences and taste based on prior deliveries and your feedback. So um, as shipments come, they only get more and more tailored to your liking. I used to be someone who'd only buy bottles of wine largely off the look of the label. Don't lie, you'd probably do it too all the time. And I can (laughs) confirm my bottles since joining First Leaf Wine Club have been substantially better. I'm actually enjoying the bottle I'm getting. Same. And not only better, I've actually discovered so many new varieties of wine that I would have definitely passed by in the store because they were unfamiliar to me. Now they are some of my favorites. Uh, But if for some reason you do get something that you don't love in one of your shipments, First Leaf has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and will credit your account for the full amount. Join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. Wow, what a deal. Also, fantastic for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Great oh, gift. Yeah. Great gift. Um, so, story time broads. The other day I was driving, and by driving I mean my husband was driving, and I was riding in the uh, passenger seat to my parents' house, which normally is a two-hour drive thanks to traffic. Uh, Ember was asleep in the back. Evan was on a work call, and I was so glad I had Best Fiends on my phone because I needed something to pass the time with, and that really did the trick. Okay, I am bitter about this old road trip because it did put you way ahead in our competition. What That's can I besides say? the point. <laughs> best Fiends is the best mobile puzzle game out there because in the game you play through a real storyline to beat the bad guys, and by solving puzzles, you'll collect other cute characters to bring with you through the game, and there are literally thousands of levels to get through, and they add more each week, so no matter how much you play, there are always new levels to discover. I love it because no matter how much or how little time you have to play, the game is just fun. If you have five minutes between Zoom calls or two hours in the car, uh, you'll have a blast either way. Nothing makes the time go faster than a few levels of Best Fiends, baby. Download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends, and it's free. I hated seeing Kendall get some hate up through all that, which I, some of it I get like, you know, but at the same time, it's like, I know she had no, like I knew she was going down there just to like wish him luck and everything. And they used her for that preview, you know, walking down those stairs for the preview so that people would watch. 
So it's it kind of brutal to watch, but I agree. And yeah. I think that that was a, what we said earlier on the season. I think that was a great example of like, do not trust that. I, I said, I was just like, Kendall has producers have always been on her side in the past two seasons that she's been on yeah. and real hunky dory friendships, love everything. And then it seemed on this season that that, yeah. kind of turned and there was a little yeah. bit of twist in those pretty yeah. production. I actually, yeah, I talked to her right before I went out to LA and we were hanging out uh, before it aired and I was just kind of like, you know, like, how did it go? You know? And she was just kind of like, I don't know. We'll see. Like I cried a lot, but I don't think she expected quite the edit. Mm. She kind of got, you know, from the whole thing. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't talked to her since I haven't talked to her in a couple of days, a couple of weeks, I should say. So I don't know how she's feeling now, but I agree. I think when you think they're your friends, that's when they got you. Like, I think that's when they got you, you know, when the producer, when you're like, oh, the producers are my friends. I'm like, ah, rut row. Like, it's going to be, it's gonna be <laughs> bad for you. Um, unless you're on a, yeah, unless you're on a Bachelor Nation podcast. Had? Yeah, that's yeah. way the experience okay. I had. Yeah. Was like, I thought they were close friends, you know? I mean, a week before I went down, I was the producer who at the time, like, came and did my home, my, like, package, if you will, for Paradise. I started to hear rumblings of, like, what they were, they were going to fuck me. <laughs> I called him about four days before and I, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to back out. I can't do this. And he was so like, bro, you're the golden child. We'd never do anything. If anything, we'll get you off the beach and you're the next bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. It's crazy That's stuff. wild. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And all, the whole time they clearly had all of that planned, you know, from day one. So bro. Was, wow. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. It was like, yeah, we'd never <laughs> do that. Yeah. I think, I don't know though, but like, do you, are you still close with like any of the producers? Do you ever like check in with them and like that kind of thing? The only producer I'm still really close with was my producer who was on The Bachelorette and um, and she yeah, yeah. had a baby during Paradise, so she wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> like really the only oh, producer no. that I'm super, yeah, that I'm super close with. Um, I'm also close with the producer who at the end of Paradise was kind of with me through a lot of the hard times. But I went through roughly like three or four producers within the first four days because once they lie to you, you don't trust them anymore. Oh, so yeah. I got to get you a new one. So yeah. I went through like four producers, oh, okay. like boom, 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 within the first like four to five days. And then I got one who was with me the whole time and she's great. She actually left the show now, but yeah. um, she's great. And I, I saw her in LA not rec- or, you know, recently. So. so you try and be like acquaintances with these people, but it's hard at times. It's hard. It's yeah. really hard. And then you also like, I don't know. I always, I was really close with um, Bill throughout my season of the, ba- of the Bachelor. And it was hard because then we had like a lot of moments also like off camera and outside of interviews where we're like talking about our lives, you know, and like mm-hmm. our dreams and all that kind of thing. And like he recently called me like, you know, six or seven months ago to ask for advice on something. And so it's a very, it's a very bizarre, complicated thing. Granted, he and Alon are no longer, you know, with The Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, producing mm-hmm. their own shit now, which I don't know if you watched F Boy Island, but I thought it was I, so good. I want to watch that. I haven't. I heard they got signed for a couple more seasons. So I'm excited for that. I only heard good things. Yeah. I heard a lot of good things. Yeah. I heard a lot of good things. Well, yeah. this season, okay, let's talk about the big things that happened during this finale. Yes. First, it was like the 35-minute breakup of Abigail, uh, the official so breakup of Abigail and Noah. You know, this to me was one of those portions where it was like, hey, we we got it on the last week's episode. I don't, the, it was I very believe we're still extended. talking about it. I was like, yeah, are I, was we still saying, I feel like they broke up last episode. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm confused. Where are we starting here? Uh-huh. I'm like, can we cut back to Aaron making out with Tia? Because I'm still extremely confused. What was going on? And we never so got any, like some more. We never really got uh-huh. any clarity on that. No. Also, let's just talk about Noah and Abigail as a whole, because I'm sure as you've seen now, 
they're you know they're in love yeah Question they're like mark? madly in love <laughs> yeah <laughs> that video uh, that the, yeah the video that sh- okay so that was the thing so at the end of this episode we got a little bit of like a real housewives esque ending where they told us where everyone was at why didn't they do the live that's a great question i was wondering that too i don't know if they're all off filming now for the bachelor and they couldn't because uh, they were filming the bachelorette when they would have filmed the reunion maybe i don't know yeah yeah because that was so strange and yeah. they have a week in between too Bachelor yeah. doesn't start for two more weeks. Yeah, I know. We have an empty week, which is yeah. very rare for the show. So you'd think yeah. that they'd want to follow up on their success stories. Do you think maybe there they so many. filmed it and it like, no, there's no way. I was going to say, do you th- I, I felt like I saw people coming to LA and I was like, maybe they filmed it and then just like didn't use it. They're like, well, this is as garbage as this season <laughs> was. Let's not waste another spot. I remember, I, I remember hearing before though that it wasn't happening. Like, months, like a month ago. So I don't think they filmed anything, but I found it really strange, especially because it hurts some of these couple, I mean, because people want updates, you know, people want yes. to see who's still together, who got back together. And we just didn't really get that this season. It's kind of strange. And again, like, I would think they'd want to show off their success stories mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. so many turned out. But especially any, Becca and Thomas, you know, like, mm-hmm. I know. I know. Maybe they're trying and to Noah push. And Abigail. Maybe they're trying to push people to the Bachelor affiliated podcasts. It's like, you want to find (laughs) out more? (laughs) Tune in. I feel like this whole season of Paradise was pushing people towards and making money. They can make another, I don't know, income stream (laughs) through those podcasts. We're going to keep Natasha on as long as possible. (laughs) We're going to make sure Becca doesn't leave this beach without finding love. Um, But yeah, so with the Abigail um, and Noah piece, so at the very end of the episode, it says that they're back together and slowly moving forward like it, it didn't make it seem like they were like over the moon for each other and then but then she posted that video and it was like this like beautiful montage to their relationship i was i'll say this i was shocked i'm like there's no way that they're together after this what are your what were your thoughts blake on them throughout the season and how mm-hmm. noah handled it and blah 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 and then where yeah. they are now so i felt like I felt like they, at the, the whole season, other than the beginning, we had like maybe the first episode or two episodes we got to see them, but then they were kind of in the background a lot of the season. Mm-hmm. Like They were almost like the Kevin and Astrid of a couple seasons ago where they just suddenly, oh, yeah. they had this huge storyline where they broke up and everybody's like, wait, I didn't know they were that close. You know, it was like this weird thing. Right. So I felt that, but I, I did think they had a good connection and everything. And I agree with you. So I was like, oh, they're pro-, like, I kind of heard her rumblings. They were together or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Like they seem great together. But then I watched the breakup and there were some things said during the breakup that I was like, damn, is that, can you come back from that? You know, and he was like, you're not my person. And he was like, yeah. you know, like, it, it wasn't like, Hey, you're not my person in this environment or, Hey, I'm just struggling in this environment. You know, I got my walls up. It was like, you're not my person. And that was like, I was surprised he kept saying that over and over. So the way they're back together, whether it be the montage or the like video she put together, that was a bit of a shock that they're just like so strong right now, for sure. Did you guys see the like rumors that Noah was told to break up with her or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thoughts? That definitely happens. Like, okay. I, it definitely happens. Um, I think Becca was told to break up with Thomas, too. I don't know that for sure. Like, I don't want to. That's not a clickbait headline. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that for sure. But it was yeah, I mean, that definitely. Guess. Yeah, yeah. But that definitely does happen. I think producers yeah. are like, listen, if you're not going to get engaged, like, breakup you know you know you'll get the screen time all that kind of stuff um so i don't know if that's true or not with noah and abigail but that definitely happens i think also people don't understand how that really works like with production they're like oh what someone's just gonna tell you to break up and then you do it and like how and then you're faking it and you're acting it's like no it's a lot more nuanced than that and there's a lot of things of like well 
You know, you don't want to be wasting their... There's a lot of emotional manipulation that goes on. So I think people don't understand that, is that someone may feel like they are making an autonomous decision and they might have just been coerced over the course of days or even weeks to be led, you know, like a horse to water to that decision. And then after you come out of that bubble, you're like, wait, what the fuck was I doing? That is such a good point. It's like... I think the biggest point you made was like, they don't just suddenly put you in an ITM and they're like, you should break up with her today. They've been working on that for weeks. Like they put that little mole or whatever you want to call it in his brain. And he slowly got bigger and bigger as they like toyed with them for weeks. So yeah, I agree. It doesn't just happen overnight. Like it's something that they, they work towards. I mean, honestly, thinking about it from that perspective, like if I was on this show, it would be like leading a horse to water every day. I'd be like, okay. (laughs) Girl, same. Why do you think my paradise went so bad? I'm I'm the most gullible human alive. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I trust everybody. Thank you so much. I would just do anything because I'd be like, well. Well, oh, friends, man. right? And you know, it's the stuff I've talked about before of like, I remember off camera moments of Alon being like, you know, there's just something I notice like when he looks at you that I just, and you, you think that's a of genuine course. conversation. Of course. No. No. So, why wouldn't you? you know, it's like you're influenced by all that stuff. So that being said, I don't think it's like, oh yeah, production told Noah break up with Abigail and then he just did it. It's not that. Yeah, simple. Yeah. They don't say because obviously, I'm sure the one question you get all the time, Rebecca, is like, "Is it scripted?" Like, no, it's no. never scripted. They don't tell you what to say, when to say, how to say. What I always say is like, everything you're watching is real. Like, whether if we're crying, if we're laughing, if we're mad, we're angry. We're not actors. Like, that's real. But over time, like that's you always been kind of like put in that situation to have that reaction, and then situation. they can then edit that in post edit. So what you're watching is real. But like, I might be crying at something else or I'd be laughing at something else. You know what I mean? So that's what I always say when people ask me that question. Yeah. I mean, I remember there was a scene in um, like a preview that I was on where I was sobbing into my hands and I recognized the shirt I was wearing. And I was literally talking about my relationship with my parents, like in a three hour ITM that had nothing to do with the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they never use the clip in the actual show, but like in the preview notes, me being like, "Ah," and it's me talking about like Christianity and my parents, (laughs) you know, it's like having a therapy session, not talking about the bachelor, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy. Wild. I always it's explain so, it as like situations, you know, situations can be manufactured, mm-hmm. but people's yeah. reactions to those situations are what is very real. Yes. Very genuine. Very real. I remember, I mean, obviously I've talked before about like how, like when I ran to the bathroom to go pee, cause they don't yes. let you pee whenever you want. And the producers made it look like I was running from Kaylin. Like that's a good <laughs> example of it. And then I remember when I was, I had like a complete meltdown come like the uh, the morning after I had a complete breakdown and I was like begging for a psychologist, you know, I was like, I need to talk to psychologists. And they're like, she's not here. She's not going to be here for like an hour and a half. Cause you know, the hotel's like really far away. Sure. And I was like, well, I'm like, I'm in a bad spot right now. Like I'm going to break, I'm going to, you know, freaking like, I need something. And they were like, well, come in the ITM. And at the time I literally was so desperate to talk to anybody that I agreed but if I could go back, I wouldn't have, I would have been like, fuck off. Like I am not going to sit in front of a camera and have a breakdown, you know? And that's when all that crying came and all those moments of, it was like an hour and a half interview until the psychologist came. But if I could go back, I, you know, I was an idiot. Like I should never have been like, yeah, let's have a fucking therapy session on, on camera, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. That shit's yeah. crazy. Now know. my feelings with Noah and Abigail, what were you going to yeah. say? Oh no, I was just going to say with the Noah and Abigail piece, like you were saying, Blake, like in comparison with Kevin and Astrid, at the end of this, when I saw Abigail's video, 
my thought was like, clearly we were missing something during this season. Same way that they got voted most likely to leave together. I was like, excuse me. (laughs) I haven't seen it because pretty much when we're talking about effort, I'm like, Noah made the effort to lay on the daybed, yeah. the big pillow, the other daybed. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I have no idea what was happening with them. But clearly there was something because everyone was like, they're so close. They're so close. They're so close. And now here they are together. Yeah. But I think they're like 17 year olds and I think they're annoying <laughs> is the conclusion I've come to. I used to like Noah. Now I just and when I got from this you video too, Stan. sorry, unpopular opinion. I'm like, I counted 14 different alcoholic beverages in that video. I think that they're just drinking and making out and acting like, you know, they're in the summer in between high school and college. And that's all fine and well. But do I think they're getting married? No. And that's what I think about that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I think about that. I, so the whole breakup thing, like when Abigail was kind of like, I feel like, like led on or didn't say, or like lied to almost when he, you know, that was interesting to me because I mean, Abigail, like it was crazy when Abigail kind of froze when Noah was like, I'm in love with you or I'm falling in love with you. And Abigail said nothing back. (laughs) Right. That was a crazy moment. So I don't necessarily blame Noah for feeling the way he did. Um, I don't know. It's, that was just a weird breakup to me, kind of more or less. I think they just really literally had bad communication. You know, I just think they didn't talk often, you know, enough. Anyway. Yeah, no, that's what it seems like. And like you were saying, Becca, like the young energy, I was like, that was a little bit in the breakup. What it just seemed like to me, he says he loves you. You don't respond because you freeze. And then he's panicking and going, I don't think I feel this way. That's what it seemed like. He was one of the few people in that episode, though, where I saw actual tears That's streaming down his face. And we've never seen yeah. that before with him. So it was surprising. <laughs> or even with Abigail. Abigail and Thomas, there were some dry eyes up in this bitch is all I'm going to say. Yeah, that was I don't know if they were dehydrated. Very possible. Very possible because um, it was pouring out of their foreheads instead. But just didn't notice that. Yeah. 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 Like you were saying, no, Blake, too. What I like, I wrote down immediately. I'm like, oh my god, when he was in the car leaving, and he was saying, I don't know what why she thinks that I like, you know, was misleading her, uh, or leading her on. And then he was like, we're definitely like not soulmates. And I'm like, yeah. oh my god, listening back to that now would be top tier <laughs> painful. Right? Hope she didn't watch it. Yeah, they maybe they didn't, <laughs> or maybe he told her he said some things that he regrets. I don't know, but I agree there were like some. Like it, there were some words that he used that I was like, "Damn, that's like." A, it was. It was very. Yeah. Like that's the end of the relationship. Hey. That's the thing. It was very like you're like, oh, you really nailed that in. Like that was not just like I don't think it's gonna work. It was like this will never work. We're not soulmates. Yeah, Goodbye yeah. forever. And yeah. you're like, oh, like the God, timing okay. is wrong. Like most people leave the door open a little bit. You know, like yeah, the timing's to, off. You know, whatever. Crack. But, you She's like, I guess shot. you're not my person. <laughs> like. No, but they seem in love now, so we'll see. I mean, like everything, you know, you never know. Like I'm, I'm done trying to predict relationships because I'm always fucking wrong. I'm always Are you? wrong. Yeah, I'm all the only one I did <laughs> honestly, which is crazy. Dean and Kaylin, I fucking knew they were gonna work. I knew they were still gonna be together for a long time. I swear, I knew on on the beach. I was like, I went to Bill. And I was like, they're going to work. And he's like, I know. It's kind of a weird harm. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> we said either five months or five years. We said that. They were like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Five years. Can you imagine? They break up after five years. It'd be horrible. Oh, be, that would be. Oh, well, that was off. that was our prediction. We said just to bring it up again. We said they're, they're either going to crash and burn after five months. <laughs> This is fucked up. We were like, or they're going to last like five years and it's going to be the most devastating soul crushing breakup. That Seriously, was our that would be so. 
horrible. Oh yeah, God. sorry. Don't want to put the energy on you, Dean and Kaylin. I hope that you're very much in love. Let's, yeah. Let's talk about the let's Dean talk and about, I'm sorry. No, nothing personal, but let's talk about the worst possible host choice for the Bachelor in Paradise finale. <laughs> okay, Blake, you had some powerful words on your Instagram live last night that I was like, this makes sense to me about who, like your question about why. Yeah. Them. Cause I agree. It was just strange to me. Like again, nothing gets him personally, no, like, you no, know, no, whatever. No. And, you know, but like why, why people who had broken up on the beach didn't get engaged, didn't have those hard conversations where it was like, do we stay? Do we not? Do we go to fantasy suites? So that was just like, why not get, I mean, maybe they did ask him. I don't know, but like Dylan and Hannah, I heard they did ask Raven and Adam and they couldn't do it because Raven was pregnant, but like, why not get somebody who's actually had those hard pregnant. conversations? Oh, yeah. So I, that was confusing for me. And then, they weren't very good at it. <laughs> like, I don't wanna, like, I'm like, did they do camera tests? Like, <laughs> what, dude? Why would you did, so make this choice? It was pretty funny to watch. And I think that's just because maybe they're not good on camera. Like, I just don't think they're good on camera, which isn't mean they're good or bad people. Like, I just don't think they're good on camera. But yeah, it, it was funny because you watch like, you know, I don't know, Caitlin and Tasha and all these people and you forget like, oh, they're good. And then you watch somebody who's like, Bad good. and you're like, oh, like, oh, okay, oh, bad. Like, yeah. bad. And then you're like, oh, Caitlin and Tasha are good at this, you know, or like Wells is good at this, you know. So it's kind of funny to put it into perspective. Oh my I god, that's so true. Didn't understand no. why they started out with like the first episode, you know, with like David Spade, and then we ended it out with like a bachelor couple that are clearly not hosts. I yeah. felt that's what was confusing. I felt like to it me. was like if my mom was single and I was young, her dating a bunch of different men. I felt very like thrown around, like in the way that I was like one host <laughs> oh, and then yeah. the next oh, day yeah. another host and then the next day. We were just we, connecting. I was just I was starting just to trying bond to get with to know him. you yeah. and then yeah. you leave. And I'm like, okay, like I I like, especially with Wells, all of a sudden when he's coming in at the end, I'm like, Wells is gonna stay the whole time. I have some sort of you know, somewhere, somewhere to land softly. And then Dean and Kaylin are doing the, the walk downs to the proposal. Yeah, and I was like, was I don't shocker. know you guys. That's what <laughs> that I was the like. shocker. They were there being like, how are you? How are you feeling? You know, <laughs> for the proposal. I'm like, what is happening? Why does Wells do that? I don't know. <laughs> no, if I was, if I was one of the, uh, the, the cast members, I'd be like, I don't know you. I just met you yesterday and you're here. <laughs> During my proposal, can Wells come down for a, a moment? <laughs> I wonder how Very much they got strange. paid. Yeah. Part well, of me, if I remember correctly, they were happened to, and it, this could have just, maybe he made a trip to Mexico, but they were in the van. He, he was driving through Mexico already. In they're his literally van. Like, he just had like, his van. <laughs> like he didn't get flown in. Like he had his van, him and Caitlin. So maybe they were just like, oh shit, and like scrambled. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> Production's so fucking cheap that they're like, Jade and Tanner said they yeah. would do it, but Caitlin and, and Dean, they're right around the corner. They're in Puerto Vallarta. Apparently, I saw on his Instagram. So yeah. maybe you just drive. Yeah. It was supposed to be like, what's the American Idol host's name? Why can't I think of it? Ryan Seacrest. Like it was supposed to be Ryan Seacrest, and he got like food poisoning so now they're like dean get in here now yeah, yeah i don't know and again it's, it's just like yeah they're just not meant to host which is fine not everybody is but it was it was a very strange very strange I, I will say it was a testament to when people are just like they're acting i'm like well clearly these two weren't <laughs> that's so true <laughs> because that was brutal to watch yeah, <laughs> that so was true. this was a very real thing that we saw on the sand also i'm sorry in light of like recent news stuff that i was being sent I also don't know why they're hosting when like one of the people in this relationship like doesn't like saying the word I love you and also it doesn't like will refuses to like propose and get married. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like a bizarre another bizarre choice? 
I just, the production really loves Dean a lot. Um, And Dean's like, Dean's an incredibly charming guy, incredibly charming uh, and very intelligent and everything. But I remember even when he got on the bachelorette for his season of Rachel's season, I think his whole motto or his whole like intro was like, I don't believe in marriage. And it's like, why are you, you know, like it is a very strange, like, arc story arc that dean's had in bachelor world yeah, yeah, yeah. right it's yeah. like it's like you know True. it's like god True. god bless like if like you know we're all about it if you don't want to get married don't get married like mm-hmm. you know whatever it's just with the premise of this show and then that they were specifically hosting the proposal part it just felt like a yeah strange choice also though he doesn't want to get married but i read that they had a commitment ceremony and they have commitment rings he definitely had one on i didn't see kaylin's but he definitely had a ring on I, yeah i don't know what's going on but that's not marriage. That's well, just commitment. maybe she didn't have a right. ring on because like he was saying on his podcast the other day that production was trying to get him to propose. Oh, yeah. Oh. So Which, maybe mm. maybe they were like, Kaylin, take the ring off. And then she was like, hello. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. Oh, my God. This show, man. <laughs> this show. Well, I, how about that moment when Dean was like, he said that line oh, or whatever and Kaylin like looked up oh at him and was like yes and I was like oh my god no like, did like, she think this was happening like I don't know I don't know he said do you, yeah he's like do you want to get engaged she's like yes and he's like I was like talking to them <laughs> again if I was, like, again, oh, if I was a cast member I was just like first of all I don't know who these people are and now they're fighting in front of me passive aggressively I bet like do you think the, do you think that the hosts are like in do you think that they were like talking to production like individually too like producers like do you think that maybe she was led on to believe that he was going to propose to her i, I feel like i wouldn't ma- put it past him I no. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know i'll put nothing past him. i mean i do feel like he would have said that in his podcast if he was like kaylin thought and then i uh, mean yeah. or it's like maybe she was like please do not share that because that's pretty that's pretty rough um but yeah like i said anyway. he definitely was like they they were trying to push the idea mm-hmm. wow really yeah. They tried to push. I remember J- Jason and Caitlin to get engaged uh, on that, like um, whatever show. Maybe they did the, the goat show or whatever they did, like the greatest of all time seasons yes. or whatever. Oh, they yeah. tried him really hard. They tried to get him to come down to paradise and have Caitlin like be there, you know, as a host and like stuff. Like they wow. tried hard to get that love story on television. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. interesting. good for them. Just exactly. Like, no. That's why I love them so much is because they just were like, no, we don't need you. We'll do it on our own. You know, they cool. do it on their time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And yeah. Dean's doing it on his. OK, back yeah. to the couples on the beach. Yes. OK. <laughs> Other couples on the beach. So we end up having the non cocktail party rose ceremony situation. So everyone's like, oh, my God, I don't have the time to talk to the person about how we're moving forward. I have a question. It's very confusing to me why this is then like a worry for everyone because I'm like, don't you have like all day to talk on the beach to each other? Or do, are you constantly just apart because of filming? Like I would think that this is a possible conversation. I'm like, I don't know why I'd wait till the cocktail party. I mean, I haven't been in paradise. You have. So, so when it, so I haven't been quite that long where it's like those, like the last row ceremony was the second last row ceremony. But they do, they'll find a way to keep you apart. Like, okay. They found a way to keep me and Kaylin apart so that she would blow up on me. I didn't see, like, they kept Kaylin away from everybody. They kept me and Christina apart a lot. So, yeah. like, they'll find a way to keep you. If they think your conversation, like, you need to have a conversation and they want you to have it either on camera or they want you to have it down the road, they'll keep you apart, whether it be in a four-hour ITM or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So, they have they have their their ways to, like, make sure you don't have that conversation either without them or at the time that they want it, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. it, in the I remember like in the mansion on The Bachelor, especially when there's so many people, there's only so many ITMs and cameras where it's like you're either in the ITM or you're getting ready, like doing your makeup and hair, or you're like waiting for the ITM. And so there's like all these like sort of wasted limbo hours. And they also don't want you to have conversations off camera. So if like they're spending all time filming for the day in ITMs, then yeah, they're going to mm-hmm. like have okay. you. Okay. Yes. That then makes sense to me because I'm always that's that's a moment I'm always confused when I hear them like, oh, we, you know, I didn't talk to them. And now the cocktail party, I'm like, I don't understand why you didn't talk earlier. Like, uh-huh. makes sense. Are the yeah. men and women, are the dorms like separated? Like, yes, kind of on yes. other sides? They're separated. Like, yeah, more or less other side. Or like, I think we're on the bottom and they're at the top. And then in the middle is like where you get mic'd. So like we see each other when we get mic'd in the mornings. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, you're pretty separate. And then at night for those rose ceremonies and everything, you're separated the whole time, like other than the cocktail hour, you are completely separated from like uh, like two in the afternoon until like the cocktail hour. You're very oh, much yeah. separated, yeah. On the rose ceremony days, yeah. Big time. Interesting. So mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Then, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then the sh- you know the surprise for the rose ceremony was that uh, James, the well, not that they who they gave it to. That I feel like we saw that coming, but that they decided to give a rose and to try to move forward was surprising <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um, James gave his rose to Anna, and Thomas gave his rose to Tia. Oh, and then Ed. No, you mean? Oh, sorry. Uh, and then Aaron gave his Aaron rose to, to Tia, and then Ed to McKenna. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's talk about those those individuals. <laughs> let's talk about uh, James with, um. Oh my god, my brain's glitching. I get McKenna and Anna so Anna. mixed up. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Like they don't even really look alike. No. But I cannot in my mind like literally after McKenna left after the Ed thing and then Anna popped up on the screen talking about James, I was like, "Didn't she just leave?" Like <laughs> I, I was, she was so gone. confused for some reason. Anyway, James with Anna was I was shocked. I was yeah. like this man survived for weeks. It's incredible how I, don't, I still don't know how he did it. I still Legend. don't know how that man did it. He's a day oneer to the very Legend. end, having zero relationship. Like he must be just a nice guy that everybody kind of like likes to have around. I don't know. It was For real. He is a legend. He's a paradise legend. <laughs> Going in the Hall of Fame. Jersey's hung in the rafters. I'll One thousand percent. He's coming back next year. Like there's no way they're not going to bring him back next year. <laughs> incredible. I don't even know how he was a day oneer in the first place. Like I'm oh. just thrown off by this whole thing um wait before i forget even though this wasn't about last night's episode like i need to hear your thoughts because i was listening to the chatty bros recap of last week this morning as driving as i was driving over thoughts on the ivan producer phone situation oh tell me your theories gosh that is that's a good question so I, I was very confused by it because producers, for the most part, are not on their phones, especially when they're like around you. So I don't know what the theory, my theory is, but I find it hard to believe that they left it open. I think obviously Ivan had been talking about Alexa. They ask you all the yes. time, who do you want to come down the stairs? Yes. Who are you looking for? Who are you excited about? He clearly mentioned Alexa a bunch of times. Now, do I think they were they put the idea in his head to like go to Lex's room? No, I don't think that necessarily happened. I think he did, I don't know, you know, have that decision on his own and like make that effort. But I find it hard to believe that they left the freaking room yeah. on the phone. Like, no way, no way. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's strange. It's strange. This was my theory, and I want to know your thoughts on it. I think that um 
I think that a producer, actually, it's funny, Bill, when we were like in the hotel, he was always on his phone actually around me, like always like texting being like, oh, one second, like always, always on really? his phone. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot, a lot, actually. Um, so my thought was, I wonder if a producer, okay, this is, this is how I think they set him up. Cause I was like, that's a ballsy move to like have the room number, not only have the room number and then be like, I'm going to chance it and go. I yeah, think wild that yes, they've been talking about Alexa. I think that the producer to him was like, man, I just, I don't know if we're going to have time for Alexa to like be able to come down on the beach. I know it's really disappointing for you. And you know, I just, but maybe you guys can like pursue something like later. I just, you know, we've only got one week left of paradise. It just doesn't make sense. I think it was like that. Oh man. And then I think it was like, um, you know, what, whether it's, oh shit, I got to go get this from the other room or I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> You throw it on the bed. She drops it right in front of him. <laughs> Here you go. It's like, oh, but I think funny. it was like, oh fuck, I'll be right back. Like, and I think that it was left open on the screen, the Google spreadsheet or whatever the fuck was up. And her name like highlighted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You go through the sheet, you know, and find her. Like, it's crazy. Or maybe like a, it was a text message exchange where mm. someone was like, hey, like with a handler, like, hey, what room is in is Alexa in again? Like, she asked for champagne and then it's like oh she's in 103 and then they left that open mm. but i'm like no way in hell you wouldn't even know where to look on someone's phone no they're making it seem like he was going through it and no. he actually no. there was a clip where he was like well i didn't i was just there like he said something like that where he was like mm. i didn't go through the phone yeah yeah and if it the odds of it not being quote like a plan more or less are in astronomical no, of, no. of like all of that not being planned you know no. just insane. <laughs> I mean, honestly yeah. impressive if it wasn't like, yeah, like he, like, he really like he really did it and it was great brought up like locks on the phone like oh with someone no well, one has a passcode okay. on their fucking phone well that was the thing so <laughs> a some, producer some, doesn't some bachelor affiliated podcast that i was listening like listening to i don't remember who it was said apparently they took the lock code or it was wells wells was like they took the lock oh. off because everyone has masks on so it didn't do the face reading so it was just like quicker i'm like how long does it take to put in four wells, numbers how long did it pay me to now keep up this this facade of, yeah this charade on it's on podcasts I'll tell you, and it, like you said, it is so ballsy of Ivan to then do it, to not only see it, but then do it. There was a moment on my bachelorette season where Becca whispered her room number to me, <gasps> but I was so terrified. No fucking oh, yeah. way was I going to go and find her room. It crossed my mind, but I was like, no way, you know, you kicked off the damn season. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it was just, that was ballsy. Running into ballsy. like a handler or producer in the hallway, oh. like... <laughs> And at that point, you like worship them, you know what I mean? Because you're like best friends and oh, they yeah. like control your life, basically. <laughs> so like, no, man, it's crazy to me that he did that. Crazy. All right, broads. One more quick pause. Um, I am so guilty of taking one million adorable photos of my family or fun memories on my phone and then never, ever doing anything with them except posting to social media or keeping them in a digital album. Uh, I know I'm not the only one out there with a phone full of unprinted photos. And if you want to finally do something with those digital memories... Send them to Framebridge. You guys, I love that we're talking about Framebridge today because literally just yesterday it, I was yeah. using Framebridge yes. and I've used it multiple times. First of all, just going off for a second to frame original art, posters, all that kind of thing. 
they can they'll send you a special package to ship to them so that they can frame your art or your like ori- yeah your original art your original photographs whatever they're really they con- make it so convenient. they make it so convenient it couldn't be easier honestly yeah so they make it anyway easy affordable um and you never have to leave the house which i love you can add a gallery wall to your home office or send the perfect gift from art prints and diplomas to the photos sitting on your phone i'm about to get my diploma framed through them actually yes. you can frame bridge just about anything and Oh my gosh, October is Gallery Wall Month at Framebridge, which means they're featuring the launch of six new gallery wall layouts. I just ordered a freaking gallery wall layout um, yesterday for my neighbor's little room makeover. And oh my gosh, they have these ideas for like eclectic, you know, three or groupings of three or four frames with the exact layout. And they'll send you all of the stuff to hang it on your wall. And they're just combinations I would never think of in terms of like frames and layouts and sizes. It's so and all helpful, that. especially for someone uh, like myself who doesn't have the eye. It's like it makes it so much easier. And it's really simple. It's like, oh, this one's for a 24 yep. inch by 36 inch space, whatever. Anyway, I'm obsessed. Um, the holidays are coming. This is great for grandparents with family photos. And they deliver it right to your door. Honestly, ready to hang. It mm-hmm. could not be easier. Echoing everything Becca is saying. And again, great gift. Great, great gift. Uh, instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store too, by the way, can be very expensive. Their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Plus, our listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when you use code chattybroads. Take advantage of it. Take, Take advantage. advantage of it. Get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code chattybroads to save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com. Remember, that's promo code chattybroads. Framebridge.com, promo code chattybroads. So, Broads, in theory, creating your dream living space should be fun. It's what we're just talking about. It should be fun. And if you've ever tried to buy furniture and refresh a tired room on a budget or even just decide which design aesthetic you'd like, then you know sometimes it can be anything but fun trying to sort between the thousands of online sites or figure out where to go in person or deal with delayed delivery times. All those things can really put a damper on creating your dream home. But that's where Article can help. I love this because you could just revamp a whole room with both of these sponsors, you Mm -hmm, know, get new mm -hmm. frames and then get new furniture. Article is seriously a lifesaver and our favorite place to shop all of our home decor and furniture. They combine the curation of furniture boutiques with the ease of shopping online. And instead of sorting through thousands of options that can make even the most seasoned shoppers feel defeated, Article's team of designers focuses on just a few modern design aesthetics to help simplify your search. And we save the best for last, the prices, okay? Because Article doesn't have physical stores. That means no showrooms, no retail markups, okay? So when you buy from Article, you'll save up to 30% over traditional retail prices uh, and shipping is fast and affordable and even free on orders of $999 or more. Uh, I have a few pieces of article furniture in my home and they're gorgeous. Also always quite astounded by the quality. The quality is so good. I'm always just Wow, every time I get a new piece of article furniture. And Article's offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Just go to article.com slash chatty and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash chatty to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So wild. It had to be set up. Okay, anyway, so other couples. um, So James and Anna. uh, Irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was that was you know it wasn't surprising how that one ended um and then 
Okay, so let's talk then James and Aaron and like the Tia situation. I saw in your IG you were like, "This is the the most produced thing ever," yeah, but in like yeah. a fun, lighthearted way. Yeah. It's not hurting anybody, and it felt like so that way to me too because of Tia's reaction. Yeah. That it was like, like she was dying hell? laughing, yeah. and it was like, yeah. and the speed in which he like runs over and is like, "I gotta go," and it's like, "Okay, no, 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 no." Yeah, but it was. A, I thought it was a. Fu- I thought it was funny. That yeah, was fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was just lighthearted and harmless, which uh, that's okay, especially where we're having very serious conversations. Like, let's throw in some funny stuff in the middle of all these, you know, intense moments. So, yeah, it was clearly scripted and, you know, the boys had fun with it and Tia took it well. I think she may maybe have been on it. I don't know. But, yeah, I think it was harmless and lighthearted. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a perfect way to wrap up their ending together. Yeah, and honestly, Tia and Aaron didn't have anything like serious. They had just met, just, like, <laughs> just talked for the first time like, 24 hours before. Like, what is going on? Obviously, Aaron's talking to Tia to stay there with James. And <laughs> I was like, 1000%, the other one was just waiting to see what the first one would do when giving away the rose. So James went first, he gives the rose to Anna, and Aaron's like, I guess I'm staying. Yeah. So I'll give my rose. And then when James is like, I want to leave, let's go back to San Diego and party, Aaron's like, peace out. <laughs> it's time to go home. No hesitation. He's like, yeah, let's do it. He's like, yeah. well, I got to go dump Tia first. I was like, what's happening? Oh, that's great. <laughs> I did love the swiftness of that. It was fantastic. <laughs> Sprinted. Um, okay, so Ed and McKenna. Yeah, what, do you, how did, what did you think of how that was handled? So I've met Ed. I've hung with Ed. He's like, he's a funny guy he's kind of a little awkward you know and like socially awkward and i think it showed in this conversation because she clearly was not into it she was like no she handled that well she was being very like i don't know mature and like nice diplomatic very diplomatic of her being like i know like stop stop asking i don't want to be with you but he just kept <laughs> at it he did that for the date too remember yeah. i know and we thought it was a one-off we were like oh it was cute he was having like an adam sandler rom-com yeah. moment of being like come on what's just one Ooh, day like you're you know? saying blake i'm like it seems like he's a little you know he's a little socially awkward and so i'm like oh he sees that she's sad she had pulled him aside so obviously he thinks at least she's potentially interested in me so i'm gonna like make sure that she's doing okay and then when this happened, I'm like, oh, God, make it stop. Yeah, I was it was livid. It, yeah, it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. And like, again, she handled it well. Like, I'm surprised she didn't be like, dude, no, like, <laughs> stop, Fuck you off. know, like, yeah, exactly. leave me alone. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He yeah, it was it was weird in the way he was like, I'm I got dumped boys or whatever that was, you know, like yelling to the boys. I, I don't know if he was just desperate. I don't know. It was weird. I get where it can kind of come off like a little. Yeah. It was just guy at the bar vibes, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, yeah. That's just, a good point. Like, you know, we buy another drink, you know, one of those kind of like, yeah, come like, on, come on. Mm. <laughs> Stop. Like, <laughs> I do, like, please. Yeah. I'm I, like, please don't make me, like, <laughs> please don't make me lash out because I'm trying to say it nicely to you. Um, I'm not interested. Yeah. That was just the thing that bugged. I was like, dude, yeah. she doesn't owe you to even be like this nice. And then it was like, stop trying to like steamroll over that, like, very nice rejection yeah, like don't, yeah. don't, don't I bugged me and and on top of it too like like you were saying she handled it like she even just initially her rejection of him she was like super kind but then she also what I appreciated is she was very direct mm-hmm. yeah. which I always appreciate because I assume if I was in that situation I'd be a little bit like well and trying to tiptoe Remember around Marissa it kind of did that with Connor C earlier yes. in the season where she was like <laughs> and kind of mm-hmm. giggled and didn't and he was just kind of like what 
Yeah, I would probably honestly be trying to do a little more ghosting, which is kind of impossible when you're in that. (laughs) Very hard in that beach. But I, I I always like to like think what I would do in that situation if I was that. Like I sometimes my one of my faults is like I have a little bit too much pride, and I would have been like, okay, peace. Like I would have like we almost begged. Bye, bitch. Yeah, I'd be like, but I don't need you. You Like like that's sort of been my my thing. Would be like, all right, peace. But yeah, he was kind of like almost begging, you know, it's kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah. Total bar guy at bar vibes. You're right. Oh my God. And and what made me a little uncomfortable too is like, well, he already was able to weasel his way into a yes, like the first time, like two days ago. And so he's trying to do the same thing. And I'm like, dude, no. Yeah. And like what I was saying is like, she very directly was like, Hey, just so you know, I don't think that we're gonna have <laughs> anything moving forward. Like, I don't. Ah, you don't she, wanna go fancy <laughs> She's like, I don't. She's like, I don't. She literally said, like, I don't feel a, a connection with you like that. There's like no. She basically looked at him and said, I have zero chemistry with you. And he's like, but we could work. And it's he's like, like no. And he's like, so I guess I'll see you afterwards. And then she had to, <laughs> he, put her, he put that woman in a situation where she had to look at him and be like, no, please never, do not contact me. See you walk my number. <laughs> She's just like, producers, can I have my phone so I can hit block on all social media platforms? Oh, man. That's, it was just like, oh my God. She said she, she, she turned you down in such like a kind, direct way. Just like, just don't. And what's keep, crazy is ugh. she's 23 and he's like 37. Oh, like she, you Are know, you she was a very mature one Dude, in that. He, how young does he look? He's like 37 years old. Yeah. Wait, Shut really? To the core. Yeah, he's like I actually thought he was like 28, 29. So did I. <laughs> no. Oh, he's he's closer. Ew, uh, <laughs> no, I really don't like that at all. Yeah, that was a hard pass. And I would like to send love and light to McKenna. We love you. <laughs> love you, you, they quarantined you in that goddamn that goddamn uh, uh, hotel room she was for a hundred years and then they made you come out for two days and then Ed would not let you go. Oh, She had her little manifest dream light bracelets on. She was like, yes, I'm going to own this beach. We did. We did uh, chat with her for a minute and she did say that she had a balcony. Oh, she did. She had a balcony. Good for her. Yeah, we oh, were like, that's a big deal. Like, that's a big deal when you're quarantined for 14 <laughs> days. Yeah, like, fuck, that poor girl. Anything <laughs> comes in late, I just feel for her. I'm like, they stand no chance. You know, it's just no, brutal. So after the first like five days, if you come in or six, the first two rose ceremonies, if you come in after that, like, it's trouble. And you know what that says? Like, what sucks about that too is like, oh, girl, they're trying to break you. They were, they were mm-hmm. trying to put you in a situation where you're going to have this big emotional and I have to say, from from Peter's season, I assumed that McKenna was going to come on the beach and just be an emotional wreck the whole time. She held herself together. Sure. I was shocked how so she strong. was. She was so strong. So strong. But she was so just like so low key, handled it so well. Mm-hmm. And then handled Ed and then just left and was like, I'm out of here. There was no like, I didn't have my moment, which I would have been bawling being like, you quarantined me for this long and now I have to deal with this. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Impressive. Yeah, she did well. Okay, yeah. couples we need to talk about that we need to cover just in general. Joe and Serena, Becca and Thomas. Mari and Kenny. Mari and Kenny. And Riley and Marissa. And Riley and Marissa. Those are the, those yeah. are the last four. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Where do you want to start, Blake? Let's let you choose. Let's just go ahead and start with the Thomas and Becca stuff. Let's do it. Let's do it. I want to hear. And honestly, like at this point, like I don't try to talk about Becca a ton because honestly, anything I say is going to be clickbait. Like I feel like anything I say is kind of going to be taken out of context and stuff and, and, you know, whatever it is. So 
honestly, I get the only thing I'm gonna say is I get why Becco had some walls up, obviously. <laughs> like she's yeah. been engaged twice in this environment yeah. on this show on television. So of course, there's no way she was getting engaged. You know, there's no way she was getting like the infinity, the last infinity stone, and it was gonna be like she was gonna yeah. be like, oh my you know? God, like yeah. no way, no way. <laughs> no. So eternal think, life. Yeah, exactly. She like snap her fingers and every imagination like goes yeah. away. Like, yeah. But like I feel like um Oh God, I can't wear no I went full Marvel there. That wasn't good. Um, <laughs> never go for Marvel. Um, oh, so I get like she, Thomas and her had to have had a conversation, right? Like Tom, she had to have been to Thomas at some point. Like, Hey, this is great. But like, I just want you to know, like, I'm not going to get engaged down here. Um, so mm. I, I was a little shocked by his reaction because not only do I think do you think she had that? You do. You do think she had that conversation? I think. I think she did. I think she was. I think at some point, like, there's no way. Like, every, and everybody knew that. You know, like Joe even talked about it a little bit. Like, no way she was getting engaged down here. Yeah. yeah. And so I think they definitely had at least some sort of like, hey, we like we're not we can leave together, but we're not getting engaged. So maybe he was still thrown off by the breakup itself. Yeah. But um, also, like, I feel like I don't know Thomas. We didn't see a lot. They were kind of even worse than Noah and Abigail. Like I thought they were yeah. edited out of the whole season. So maybe that's why it felt like, whoa, what is happening right now? The way Thomas was reacting. Cause we didn't see their cute moments. We didn't get to see a lot of their connection. So I think all in all, I was just kind of shocked by the way Thomas was reacting. I think, <laughs> I think Becca was a little bit like, she seemed very cold, right? She was like, kind of like cold almost. That felt very like production nudged to me. Very much so. Like that seemed like the, clear i don't know just my perspective that seemed like the clearest production thing she was just like especially the the reasons right she was like i haven't like seen like you like i haven't really gotten to know you mm. which i get because that was the i i said on my instagram story that was the realest i've seen thomas in both seasons of and the show well, yeah, becca said that too she was like this is the thomas i wanted to see yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. right and it all really does add up because that was kind of katie's issue with him that seemed to be the guy's issue with him they were like who are you because he does seem to you know and and i we had talked a little bit about i listened to him on a podcast and he just seems kind of like a serious guy and you know protecting himself and has like a, a guard up of and is very like positive but you know, people clearly don't feel like they're getting to know him. So it makes yeah. sense then why she was saying that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think people and I've talked to people from the season and pe- and I think the biggest thing they say about him is like, we don't know if he's real or not. Like he's almost says everything so perfect and he does yeah. everything so right. Like it's almost comes off phony. Now, I don't know if he is phony. I don't know him. And, I, you know, obviously like people, I mean, Becca clearly doesn't think so. And I, you know, I trust her judgment. So I wish him all the best. And, I, you know, from their posts or I think she posted a video. Yeah. They seem freaking in love, head over heels, you know? Like I think Becca said, like their time's a charm or something, you know? Well, and she <laughs> also said in her car, which was shade, she was like, My two fi- past two fiancés certainly didn't say that Ooh, about yeah. a little shade. <laughs> about um what did he say? He was like, I don't know. I don't know what she was referencing. I forgot. Yeah, I don't I don't either. I can't, but I do remember her saying something. And with it isn't again, odds are astronomical. She has fallen in love three times in this. And she's three for three. That's insane to fall in love three times on this show. And some people don't fall in love at all or even get a connection. She's three for three. If this works out, I mean, if this works out, you know, with Thomas, that's insane. Well, technically, it's only one for three. Right, right. But I guess she fell in love, <laughs> if you will. She yeah. fell in love. Yes, now, whether it yes. worked out. Yeah, yes. yeah. But that's crazy to think that she fall, she's fallen in love three times in that environment. That's I think the environment is good for her. Yeah. And some people it is very good for. 
you know, and I think some the producers really like obviously love her. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that it's a very symbiotic relationship, mm -hmm. Becca and the Bachelor franchise. And I say that with zero shade. Like, yeah. I just think that it really the, the relationship between ABC and production and the Bachelor and Becca are like, yeah, they are one. Mm -hmm. Well, I agree. And uh, yeah, and I'm, yeah, no shit. And I, I'm glad it worked out. I think Becca deserves to be happy. And I think it seems like she found it. So Okay. You said though, at the beginning, you're like, Oh, obviously Becca. And you know, I guess I'm not keeping up, but why did you say like, obviously Becca, you were like, Oh, uh, when you said, we said, who would you oh, be into? On who the do beach? I want to? Oh, yeah. um, just because like, you know, they're obviously I've been in love with her before, you know? So it would be something that I would want to, I don't know, like, I don't know if test is the right word, but I'd I'd want to revisit. I guess yes. you know what I mean. That would have been something I would have want to revisit. Uh, but yeah, it didn't didn't work out. Didn't happen. So. Were you ever trying to revisit it? Um, yeah, I don't want to comment on that. Okay. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> no comment. Anything I say, yeah, anything I say. Good. That was good work, though, Becca. That was some fucking good podcasting right there. <laughs> okay, I I literally Detective. though I've, I've only heard like the reason I ask is I've only heard like hearsay from this person from this like no one even in the bachelor world is people being like oh apparently something something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but yeah but it's just like, like this yeah at this point it's hard to like even comment on it because i know yeah get, yeah, yeah. Like, oh look blake's jealous and he's trying to destroy their relationship that's, sure, that's yeah. not the case yeah yeah so. are you guys on good are you on speaking terms now oh uh, i think we're like friendly yeah i think we're friendly fine yeah you're mm -hmm. fine I mean, we're, yeah, I'm going to be at Ben's wedding here soon. Ben Higgins wedding here and she'll be there. So, I mean, I think we're friendly. Yeah, we're friendly. You think you're, you think you're, I think we're friendly. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> no, but I we're friendly. <laughs> we're friendly. I think we're good. <laughs> you're going to just see me in the background of all these people's videos at the fucking wedding, just like crying in the corner, fetal position. <laughs> just like zooming into the video. Like, oh my God, is that Blake? Like, look at Blake again, crying again, <laughs> sweating and crying again. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Wait. That oh that actually speaking of sort of like extra uh, TV relationships, what about the Abigail Dale Claire situation, which we didn't talk about when we talked about what the fuck is I that? Didn't talk about that either. Am I? <sighs> Wowzers! Wait, I'm okay. Okay, for for listeners who are like not you know aren't seeing weird bachelor pages on their explore page like i'm constantly being all, bombarded with first of all god bless okay. you what is it like so claire posted a, tell me if i'm missing anything claire yeah. posted on her instagram basically a breakup post about dale that wasn't a breakup post about dale. <laughs> yeah i won't be speaking on my breakup with dale which i'm very mad about was like the post and she tagged abigail in the post and sleuths were able to say that Claire did not remove Abigail's tag. Like she tagged her in the photo. Yeah. Claire mm -hmm. didn't remove it because it would have said edited on the post. So which means wow. Abigail removed herself from the oh, photo. I didn't wow. hear that. Yes. Oh, that's so true. Wow. God, sleuths are good. They are good. Too good. So good. <laughs> I don't, I remember. Yeah, very impressive. I remember. <laughs> so when I first heard, you know, because there was like rumors going on, that I guess why they were broken up, whatever. Dale like hooked up some. I don't know. Some right. kind of rumor, but I had heard it wasn't her. I'd heard it was like other people. Like I heard like three other girls before. So maybe Claire was like, <laughs> like Claire was like, I'm making sure it's the right one. I don't know. It's, it's all very, I don't know. Coded. I mean, if there, and you know, if there's a lot of, if you're hearing um, in the circles about a lot of rumors about a lot of different individuals, you know, you never know if it was numerous individuals, but that's one that Claire, like you said, could, it was maybe more but of a confirmation. Claire's also, but that from was what I wild. know, she seems very hot headed too. And yes. so maybe Abigail wasn't the girl. 
that, and I don't know if we'll ever it. know. Like, I don't know if we'll ever, like, I don't think Abigail's going to touch on it. And I don't, mm. hell no, he won't, you know? So, and I, when I say three, a bunch of three other girls, I don't mean he hooked up with a bunch of other bachelors. I mean that yeah. I had heard multiple names for the one. Hooker. Right, 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 yes. right, right. No, and I'm, no, and I'm not saying that he was hooking up with other people too. Right, I was right, saying right, right. like the idea of the names are swirling around. And then this is the one that Claire was like, this yeah. is the one I confirmed. Yeah. And they were yeah. also on a break. If they're on that a break, was, like, is it? Uh, no, it's been, yeah. Yeah. I had heard that it was that that was in question. I mean, whether it was the break time or not the break time. And that's the whole I think that's the whole thing of it is yeah. like maybe he'll say it's on the break. She's saying it wasn't on the break, whatever. Yeah, very messy. Ross and Rachel yeah it could have been. I think it was handled very well by by Abigail where she just didn't even fucking comment no on comment. it. It's going to be forgotten. It's going to be forgotten quick. And I yes. think Dale even not commenting on it. Like it's going to be forgotten. Pretty I quick. think I mean, wow. Bravo to their PR team like or <laughs> themselves mm-hmm. or their PR team because I'm like best best call. Don't mm-hmm. acknowledge now. Yeah, because Claire's post too. It was her and her, like a photo of her and her mother, their hands because her her yeah, mother struggling. So messy, dude. I'm sorry. That's so messy. Even if he cheated, like tagging the girl that your man cheated on you in the photo of your dying with your dying mother. I mean, agreed. It was a it, lot. <laughs> I remember it going. And I'm, can you imagine what Abigail when she oh. saw that tag? I would have had a fucking panic attack. <laughs> I would have been rough. I would have been hospitalized. Straight up. I would have immediately booked a vacation but and been like, I'm out of here. You have to imagine. I mean, I imagine that Claire was probably then hitting her up via DM and text. Like, I, I imagine that there was some precursor to that. I hope. Maybe? I hope there was. I mean, who knows? But then also someone messaged me saying that, like, apparently Noah was commenting on the situation. Then Abigail was like in the background giggling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What was Noah saying? I actually don't remember. I don't think I listened to it. I just heard like you did. He like, it wasn't, he was just kind of like hinting at it because it was the day that everything broke. And then he filmed an Insta story where he was like, so I heard like, there's been some like crazy stuff going on. And then you just hear Abigail in the background laughing. Yeah. So. I don't know. Very messy. Very messy. It had the potential to be incredibly messy, but I think it was handled well. Yeah. Sure. And, you know, honestly, best timing for them is that it happened to be like on a weekend full of other news right before the finale and before the Instagram shutdown. So a lot of other things are taking, <laughs> you know, like Jeez, everyone, yeah, the gods were working in their favor. They like, really bye. were. They really oh were. And now they can post. It's like the day oh, yeah. after they can post that they're to Noah and Abigail are together and people are happy for them. Yeah. It's like. I had yeah. a hard time believing that Abigail would know they were together and would sleep with Dale. Yeah, no, that's I'm agreed. Little... No, agreed. No, I, no, Abigail no, seems no. like a sweetheart. I mean, we don't. I don't yes. know personally, but yeah, I I would be shocked too. Yeah. I no. also don't know of anyone who even isn't a sweetheart in Bachelor Nation who would know what kind of hot water they would be getting themselves into by doing that. <laughs> the, Claire scares me. Claire is one person I would not want to get on her bad side. She oh, is no. one like. She, I, I would. She seems like she's the most either most loyal human. But if you're on her bad side, you are dead to her. She's so a I would be terrified. There, you know, it's like yes. loyal yeah. to the fam to the cubs in the family. It, yeah. Yes, she is a very powerful yes. woman. Yes, very powerful woman. And yeah. it is like you said. Yeah, if you're be- if you're friends with her, nothing will ever come in your way for the rest of your life. Like mm-hmm. you are solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about the point of like who would take a risk. That's very bad publicity. <laughs> That's, That's bad for your look. Instagram career. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
what did you guys think of that also of like them speaking of instagram career of the little credits being like and natasha has four hundred and sixty thousand followers <laughs> the shade producers uh, hate brendan fucking oh, hate him i mean they Obviously. must they must <laughs> yeah. You fucking must. Good God. Oh, man. Any any chance, like we talked about, like, you know, these Bachelor Nation podcasts, like any chance they have to like pitch, you know, Natasha Joe or Becca, they're going to take it. Um, yeah. I thought that was bizarre though, that it was like, igno- this igno- I mean, it was kind of a profound moment of this acknowledgement of the clout though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I was shocked that that was the, uh, little description that they used for her shocked because obviously thrilled for Natasha that you know this the at least through the drama and horrible Brendanness that she had to deal with um, that this at least came out of it but the fact that that was her little like caption i thought that they were gonna say something like you know natasha is out there meeting people and like enjoying you know whatever something about her but it was that it was just to the (laughs) followers i was like you're right it's like they 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 talk about how much it's bad to worry about followers and they post the following count for like natasha you're right exactly here's her app by the way go follow natasha (laughs) and (laughs) click the podcast or whatever when she's on Link to swipe up. Uh, so, okay, speaking of that, I have to ask you a quick question about this. Mm-hmm. So, your season was the first to really acknowledge any outside relationship, <sighs> yeah. DMing, whatever. Breaking the fourth wall. If you Breaking will. the fourth wall. And that came to the trauma of numerous people on the beach. And now, this season, all of a sudden, we take this direction where everyone's you know uh freely talking in front of the cameras about instagram followers but then denying that they actually ever met in person even though they had what was it like for you watching that because of what you had to experience oh it was at times it was a bit frustrating because i think it was frustrating for me to watch too because i know a lot of those people down there and this was like on my season too had talked, had hung out, yeah, had hooked right. up, and yet they're over there trying to like judge or had gone on the show for followers, you know, just right. like everybody does. And then they're over there like killing people for it. Now, what Brendan and um, Piper did was obviously like, you know, they shouldn't have done it. Like it, it was, it breaks the quote unquote laws or rules of the show. But where they really fucked up then was the way, like, I think they would have been okay had they not then talked the way they did. And then Brendan treated Natasha the way he did. That was, I think, the, like, you know, punch to the throat. Yeah. Was the way he taught. Otherwise, I think they would have been okay. But like, hey, listen, we were in love. We wanted to go to get a free vacation. Blah, blah, blah. I think they would have been just fine. Obviously, Ivan was doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Obviously. A lot of people do it. (laughs) Becca even said it. She even said it to Thomas when they were having their sit down. She was like, I just thought I was going to come here for like a vacation to hang out with some new friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, (laughs) that's what was said on there. So I think you're completely right. I don't think I I don't think the public would have given Piper (sighs) and Brendan shit for it either. People were excited about their relationship Mm -hmm. and how it was going to play out in yeah. paradise if and it i think for, yeah for the only things. difference to i mean there is a difference between what happened i think the biggest thing and i always say this is because people are like why are you so mad but producers you're not the first one to get fucked over blah blah blah. i'm like listen i think i'm the very i am and i might be wrong but i think i am the only person who literally like what did i do wrong on the beach 
Mm-hmm. Like nothing. Like my entire quote unquote villain edit was produced and scripted and narrated by the producer before I got down to that beach. That was the frustrating part to me. It's like, you need to own what you did. I was like, if I did something on camera and everything on camera, like I own, I would own it. You know, if I said something wrong, whatever, but it was like, they created this whole narrative of me being like a monster I stood by you, Blake. For the record, I stood by you through thick and thin that season against the odds, against the against the mob. The mob. Like this is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was it was brutal and. You know, I'm better now and everything, but it, it was hard. It was hard at the time that mob mob is relentless. Um, but but uh, yeah, the only purist on the beach to me was Joe. Joe was the pure one who came on, I believe, with no one in mind. See what happens. Maybe reboot my Instagram a little bit. And he was blindsided by love in a beautiful way. I actually do too. So I do know that Joe was excited for Serena, but I know they um, hadn't talked, but he was excited. He was like, you okay. know, I'm kind of the Serena girl. And I was like, cause I didn't, yeah. I like, she didn't blow me away on Matt season. Yeah. Like, and you know, she didn't get like a, she kind of had a weird edit or, you know, weird, like I feel like she wasn't even into Matt very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was shocked, but I was like, Oh, I was like, that might work. You know, I mean, I talked to him a few days before, um, but he did not expect to fall in love he did to get engaged yeah engaged he told me and this is this okay to say because i don't think people go trying to you know i'm gonna get engaged like that's not their case but he was literally like bro no way i'm coming back engaged no way and then when i heard he did i was like damn he must be in love like joe just doesn't just do things like that like he must be in love and i think he really is which is exciting i mean talk about beating the odds you're talking about becca joe has had now two i mean even though it didn't work out with kendall that was by all means and and a successful relationship right Mm -hmm. a healthy full of love relationship up until ended i I consider that very successful and he's had now had two very successful relationships off of the night one guy the night one guy. yeah the night one guy. yeah i didn't even talk to him on my like that night one i didn't even talk to him like you guys were on the same season yeah yeah we were i was on the same season as wow Talk about a legend. Yeah. <laughs> For real. For Started real. From the then, bottom, you know? And right. then, oh my God. Honestly, how fucking dare. And now, the, with the, then the whole Kendall what? piece, yeah, yeah. while he was yeah, about yeah. to propose. My heart was like hurting so bad for Kendall. Again, assuming my thought was like, oh, the producers are probably telling her he wants to hear from it. And then my heart was hurting for Joe because I'm like the idea of be getting so nervous before a proposal or or even just being so confident and then the stress of that. And then they throw your ex and you have to have a conversation with her Ruining and ruining your special moment. And you could to- see it. The way that he like proposed to Serena was a little like it was yeah, a little I mean, bit like he said to her, like, my ex was just here. He's like, my ex is here. And then he was like, yeah. So he, he literally then he tells her that and he's you can tell he's like agitated. Obviously, anyone would be. And then he's kind of like, yeah. So like, I love you and you're great. And, uh, <laughs> and it was like, it was a little, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't super warm and it was abrupt, but you know, they're so in love with each other. Yeah. But it was like this poor guy. And then, and then Sir, poor Serena having her moment in her white dress yeah. looking gorgeous like she's about to get married and huge smile. And he's like, by the way, my ex just walked onto the platform before you. And God, the way she handled it. Like mm-hmm. an absolute goddess, just like, mm-hmm. oh my God, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. I would have thrown myself into the sea. I would have been like, fuck <laughs> the show. They keep <laughs> bringing her down. Flipping the bird to the producers. <laughs> yeah, just, just <laughs> go drive away on a jet ski. Just like, <laughs> fuck this. So I, 
So obviously I have picked out a rose on this show. I have proposed on this show and I put myself in that position where I was like, yeah. I can't imagine like standing there because the nerves are insane and you picked a ring and you're all excited. And like your ex walks down the stairs. Like I, I couldn't, he handled like, so I can't cover my, like my facial expressions are like insane. Yeah. And so he, he was just kind of like stone faced and just kind of like, gets, you know, he's like, motherfucker, like these sons of bitches, you know, but he did it. Like, you know, I would have been, I wouldn't have been able to handle it, man. I you know, he must've kind of expected it. You saw him evolve. Like you yeah. said, like, like motherfucker. These, yeah, they did it. That's they done a, yeah. did it. No shame. Yeah. It's like, you know, he was probably in his hotel room then I, or like, you know, getting ready or whatever, just being like, I bet these fuckers are going to bring out Kendall again. Wouldn't that be crazy if they brought her out? And then it's like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, it was one of those, like, are you kidding? Like you could see yes. like, like, yeah. It almost would have been better if they never brought her on the beach. No, nah, well, they they were trying to fuck shit up earlier. But what yeah. if like they never brought her on and then they brought her on? Like that would be great. That would have been so Dude, wild. That, that would have been, been so really wild. Crazy. Well, they seem very much in love. Yeah, honestly, you can tell that they're a healthy, happy relationship because of how bored I was at the end of seeing them. I was like, get them off my TV. They're so smiley. The <laughs> They're just so smiley around each other, you know? It's, yeah, they really, really. They like, really I catch are. myself fi- smiling. I'm like, damn it. Like, fuck. Yeah, they're smiling really cute. Yeah. They're yeah. like top level comfortable where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it seems like you two have known each other for your like for your whole life. Yeah. That kind of energy. And there was like photos that her sister posted of them like cutting a little engagement congrats cake. Yeah, and yeah. It was they're very, oh, very sweet. cute. I'm happy for them. Yeah, they're adorable. Now, who I believe to be the actual purist on the show Riley is my Mesa. king, Kenny. <laughs> oh, king Kenny. <laughs> I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> yeah, to me, he's the purist on the show in the sense that this man never wanted to get engaged, didn't think he was ever going to be in a relationship, didn't think he was ever going to want kids. And he keeps saying that. Like, I truly believe Kenny went on the show go look at their initially for a good time. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go on. It's quarantine. Yeah. I'm used to being on the road with my boy band and I'm fucking bored. I'm going to audition for this. I'm going to be quarantined up. It was fun. He was dramatic on the show uh, uh, on Tasha and Claire's season. And then he comes on here and it's just like going to be a good time. And he like couldn't like what in his conversations with Mari as of you were watching Kenny's mind explode being like, this is love. I never thought I would say I love you. And I believed him so much. Like it was like, oh, my God, you're truly experiencing love for the first time. I think that's true. <laughs> yeah. Had I picked. So, again, I talked. Uh, Kenny was another, I was in Chicago days before he left. And I picked two people to not get engaged this season. It was Joe and Kenny. And they're, I think, like madly in love and surprising themselves that they're in love, you know, like they're shook. Yes. Like, what just happened? Like this ring on my finger in weeks. Like, what the fuck? Um, it's cool to watch. It's cool to see. It's cool to see. It is. It is. You're right. Because it's like, then then you know that it's not contrived at all. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that it's probably what they might have been invo- avoiding, actually. Yeah. And then. Yes. Here it is, and they can't. They, they can't escape looking it. For it. Just and the way that he carries himself too, when he was talking to her, and he was just like, "Listen, here's the thing. At the end of the day, very aware that you're 25. I can tell, and <laughs> uh, and you haven't had the life experience that I have because I'm 40. Are you sure you're down to like go? I mean, it was a very real conversation. The amount of times he said, "Are you sure?" Yeah, he was sure. like, "Please like, let yeah. me know now." And then when she said to him. 
hey, listen, I have a lot of my friends. Yeah. Do they like to go out and party? For sure. But that's not me. I was expecting Kenny to be like, if you don't like to party, this isn't going to (laughs) work. Yeah, because Kenny doesn't party. That's the crazy thing. He's like a boy band manager. But I I DJed at his club a couple of times. Didn't have a drink. Didn't go out after it was done. As soon as I left the stage, he went home. He's he's what I would recall. And I don't know this for sure. I'd like to guess this. But he's a retired fuckboy. And those are the best kinds of guys when you have a guy who's done it all and he's, but he still has the charm and the good looks and all that kind of stuff, but he's ready to settle down. I think that's Kenny. I don't know if he was a fuck boy or not, Honestly, but like, I'd like to think that that's he's what he's seen he is, the world. Well, he he's said, been around. I think he's he even around. said that I've had a lot of it, like life experience. Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean, I, honestly, <laughs> Kenny, on. he continues to surprise me and I stand forever. <laughs> Two age gap couples also, by the way, big that's age very, gap Yeah, couples. That's, that's a good point. I am just shook at the story arc that Kenny, Kenny did on the beach what I did at Stagecoach. And this motherfucker, <laughs> like this guy got a great edit and got like in love True. and amazing happy ending. And I was like, wait a minute. He's like slept with multiple people on the beach on camera and like everybody's okay with it. Like, what is that? Honestly, Blake, I'm I'm so shook right now. It's so true. Just to show you what editing can do. Right. Because had he not ended in a happy relationship, he's a villain. But since he ended engaged, they made sure that he got had to do that. Wow. So true. So mm-hmm. true. He would have completely been the main, especially because every woman was coming down and wanting to go on a date with him. So it would have been just so easy. But Demi kind of helped with that, though, too. I feel like the way that she handled everything also helped with that. Yeah. That edit. yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. But they could have definitely made it look like when she was saying true. to him, like, we went like we slept together. And now you're I mean, it, that could yeah. have very. But in it's fact, now that you say that, Blake, Wild. considering every woman was coming down and asking Kenny out not that I'm saying I wouldn't but it was surprising (laughs) that of all the guys all the women were coming down it does almost seem like they were setting him up for that villain edit and then had to change it last Mm -hmm. minute it's crazy what they can do wow yep yep (laughs) and finally Riley and Marissa they they they, they're in love this is some of the strongest couples I've ever seen come out of paradise and like Marissa and Riley I think are one of the strongest I've seen they just seem so infatuated like, I've never seen somebody so sure as Marissa. She mm-hmm. was just like, I'm spending the rest of my life with this man. I love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. She's like, I yeah. just, I love him. I love yeah. Riley. So direct. So in love. Obviously. We had to have more food moments. So <laughs> I can't let the food go. More whipped cream. And more whipped cream. Take it look. was yeah. nonstop. Low budget date. <laughs> <laughs> there was a few of those this season. They're just so openly sexual. And I love that about yeah, that yeah. couple. You know, they were like, yeah, we went to the boom, boom room first night. Like, you know, then they got slut shamed, you know, America, America's fucking bunch of prudes. But like, I just thought they handled everything so well. And they were like open about how they were feeling sexually. And I just, yeah, I love their relationship. They really so did. And it, that was so refreshing this season. Like, like Riley and Marissa and Kenny and Mari too. Like, and now they're committed and they're together and... And I cool. liked that they not only showed just the sexual parts, but they also showed like R- Riley, like an incredible, that incredible line that he had. Like they showed the right. intimate and the love story as well. So I, I liked their whole edit and their flow of their love story and everything it was great. Totally. Oh, oh yeah. When he had, when he had the, the, you're my, you're my Sunday morning. I'm Ooh, like, boy. okay, great. Like I was, I was truly, the tears were coming. I had chills all over my body. We had a full wraparound from his ITM the other day. And it was, it was beautiful. And I'm also just like, can you imagine sitting across 
and having someone say that to you, I was like, wow. I mean, she's 25. I'm looking out too. It's like a lot of younger girls. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my young. Riley's also (laughs) one of the flair for the dramatic because he kept fucking with Marissa. Like when he was doing the whole, yeah. Even the whisper in the ear that he's not sure he was sure. I know. Like I feel like he just wanted to, you know, make some good TV. Why are you doing this? (laughs) I know this poor woman, man. She was through the roller coaster. I'm also like, Riley, you know, she's sensitive. (laughs) I remember someone saying like joking around like it wasn't a day if marissa wasn't crying like she was just she's an emotional queen yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she did say that's right like you know me what the fuck yeah. like, why are you yeah. doing this yeah, yeah i like though that she was like really emotional but she also seemed really secure in their yeah. relationship at the same time even though it seemed like she was sobbing every other moment being like is he gonna dump me she was also seemed yeah. like she was really confident in their relationship so yeah. it's kind of a cute balance yeah. between that yeah but like you said blake honestly i think the strongest couples coming out we've seen in a while period no, no breakups in fact more people getting together that's true because you had no more people getting together post post show yeah yes post the filming God. and also we're forgetting random chris and alana have been dating oh, yeah. for months that's right <laughs> yeah i hung out with them in chicago recently they came to my show and they were adorable together like, like, so everyone worked out pretty much this is crazy seeing posts and it's like Aaron and T are actually seeing each other again and James and Anna like you know they were spotted out you're like wow. oh my god everyone's actually working who connected on yeah the I just looked up them now on Instagram yeah weird Chris and Alana wild <laughs> right everybody's fine in love you know it's crazy and boring as fuck season <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <for sure. laughs> if it wasn't for the Brennan and Piper stuff I don't this season would have been real boring Oh, oh my god, for real. Honestly, that that was truly it. It, it started out strong. Really slow. We had we had high hopes the first couple episodes. We we're like, yeah. oh, this is gonna be but you know fizzled out. People found love. And now we wow. have Michelle's season around the corner. Yes, I'm excited. I love Michelle. I'm pumped. She's so fun. She's great TV. She's she's great. I yeah. can't wait to see her season. Yeah. And it was so uh, obsessed with her, but also it was so exciting to see a preview that looked like a real season. Finally, yes. it didn't look like a COVID season. It was like, oh my god! There's even though traveling. they're in the pe- in, even though they're in the LA area, I'm like, there's the Palm Springs tramway. There's the yeah. I'm like, I'm like, we're these. moving around, but there's like, lots to do in California. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm so excited for her season because I I think she's one of the more genuine people to ever come on the show as well. For uh, sure. So I'm super excited for the, her season. It's fun. Uh, Blake. On your end, anything new going on? Anyone you're seeing? Any drama? Tea? Um, or is your life pretty drama free right now? Yeah, it's been very nice. It's been very yeah, drama free. Um, yeah, I'm single, um, dating and everything, but nothing really stick. I've just been busy. I've been really busy um, doing a lot of different things, and uh, it's been nice. It's been good. It's been it's been exhausting, but uh, yeah, I feel like I'm trying to break away from Bachelor Nation to a degree. Yeah, but then also like you know stay like I love I love a lot of people in Bachelor Nation. And so, like, I don't want to, like, cut these people out of my life, you know? Like, I want to try and, f- try and find that nice balance, which I think yes. you've done a good job of. Like, I think you've done a good job of finding that balance. Um, so, that's what I'm looking forward to, is, like, finding that balance. Um, how, Just out of curiosity, how do, do you date on dating apps? Or, like, just, like, how do you generally date? Uh, <laughs> this is funny. So, I, I am on dating apps, but honestly... The, <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I'm on dating apps is because I have my at on there and I get a lot of followers. I want to get hate for that, but whatever. I, I, hey, I why, why I, would you get hate for that? It's like, God bless. When I go to like new cities, I'll just throw on that I'm in the city and then I won't look at it again and I'll get like a few hundred followers Are because I put my at on the Instagram or the hinge or, or the bumble and all those. Yeah. 
Honestly, I guess I could try that, like, but <laughs> then it might backfire. I've never gone. I've gone on one Bumble date, but it was before the show. Um, so yeah, I really, you know, I really haven't, I guess dating more, honestly, it ha- goes down the DMs. It goes down the DMs. Oh, really? And yeah. And it's not even, that's not even like, I think it used to be like a dirty thing. Yeah. Like nowadays, no. like people legitimately meet in the DMs and stuff. So yeah, I've, uh, it kind of goes down the DMs more than anything, but don't, <laughs> That's not an invitation to like suddenly like give me some weird shit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, it's a weird place in there sometimes. Um, so yeah, <laughs> come with some, cause, cause come prepared with some conversation. Yeah, yeah. Don't be sending some weird videos and stuff. That, uh, <laughs> oh I, 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 for real, it's like if you're like if I'm not asking for it, so please. Yeah, yeah. it's un, unsolicited vagina pics. Is that yeah, like, yeah. you're like, like I don't unsolicited. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Please work up to it. Let's just not, no unsolicited, everyone. No. Make sure you solicited anything. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I would imagine, too, also, so you're doing all these DJing shows, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be like, that's how I'd want to, like, feel like I'd meet someone. You know, it's fun. Yeah. I always, because I get asked a lot, and it's a valid question, I think. You know, people are like, can you have a relationship if you're, like, traveling every weekend and you're playing for thousands of women that are fucking throwing their bras at you? I'm like... Obviously, like, I think it's hard to maybe meet somebody, but like once I'm in a relationship, yeah, a hundred percent, it'd be totally fine because like, I, there's a ton of artists, musicians and everybody, you know, who are in relationships and they were just fine. You know, I just wouldn't go to the after party. I just wouldn't have girls in my VIP, you know? Sure. So like in that sense, it'd totally be fine to be in a relationship and have a kind of life. Cause I only work three days a week, really, you know? Yeah. Friday, Friday, I'll tell you this as a wife of one. And for many years, like he was gone for like months at a time. And it's like, you know, it's it's definitely like a, it's it's important to find the type of person who's comfortable with that situation. But as like, you know, it's like if you're a good person, yeah, you're around certain things, but you can still say no if that's what your partner, if that's yes. what the agreed upon situation is. It's like, not the career. It's the character. That's what I always say. Exactly. It's not the career, it's the mm. You can have a lot of people out there in suits and ties going away for the weekends, you know, cheating and being, un- you know, dishonest as, just as much as you have an artist and a musician and all that stuff. One thousand percent. And also for a part as the partner, when your when your partner gets to have those fun opportunities, it's like, if anything, I'm like, well, sometimes I get to show up and it's a good time. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this yeah. is a fun. I get to have a wristband and I get to go and have yeah. a great time too. And mm-hmm. yeah. Wait, yeah so like what's this- your... What's your DJ thing? Where do where do people find like where you where yeah, do women show um, up? <laughs> so I don't have there's some things in the works here, but I'm having a SoundCloud now, but I'm gonna have some original um, music oh, cool. coming out here soon. Yeah, I'm really excited about. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I guess honestly, just keep up with my Instagram because I'm post. You know, I I'm in eight cities this month. I'm I'm in San Diego here in two weeks. I'm like opening up for like the Chainsmokers and stuff. Like, fun. Oh, yeah, hey, this big congratulations! Festival. Thank you, thank you. So it's it's uh it's going in the right direction, and I it wasn't a career I ever really let myself like think because like you never think like i'm gonna be a successful dj like it's not something you think because you're almost scared you know to like try for it and this show has given me the opportunity like i was still making income while i could try this out you know and it turns out like i love it you know so in that sense i'm really happy i found my passion and everything so um it's something i'm gonna do for a while so yeah keep keep an eye out and if i'm ever in your city uh come on by a lot of pastor people come out so where does everyone find you? Instagram, podcast, anything else? Yeah. Uh, Instagram, balake.h. So B-A-L-O-C-K-A-Y-E dot H on Instagram uh, and Twitter, but I don't really tweet. Uh, and then, yeah, my, my podcast, Behind the Rose Podcast. Yes. Uh, talk, yes, yes. It's talk everything kind of reality TV. And then we also have a lot of really fun 
musicians on up and coming and legendary musicians and talk about how um, they made it in that world and everything. So it's a fun uh, change up between like reality TV and, and music. So yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Cool. Well, Blake, thank Thanks you so much so fun. much for coming on today. This was so much fun. Yeah, I had and a lot for, of fun. Yeah, for I'm glad all I of your have. insight, Broads, make sure to check out all of Blake's shows. Show up to the San Diego show and yeah. let the chain smokers know you are there to see Blake, <laughs> not them. Fuck them. <laughs> if you guys want, if you guys want to come down, I mean, it's not far. Oh, are you, when, what is it actually? Honestly, tell uh, me because next weekend, so the 14th through the 16th, it's on the beach. It's the lineups insane. It's fun. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's my birthday fun. weekend. So maybe I'll make you come with me. I'll be gone. <laughs> Let me know. Oh, boo. <laughs> I'm out of town. Um, but thank you so yeah. so much. And uh, broads, we'll chat soon. Chat soon. 